you are Locked On Hawks Postcast, part of Locked On Atlanta on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Hawks Postcast, your home for the best Hawks talk. It's local insight you can't get anywhere but here at Locked On. I am Tanitra Batiste. Alongside me is Deshaun Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code locked on to get $20 off your order. That's J A S E Medical. Dot com And of course, the Locked On Hawks postcast is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, Deshaun, the Hawks were looking for their second win in a row when they hosted the Pacers tonight. Now, you know, we are going to have to deep dive on this one to see how the Hawks were trying to get a little get back from last week, but they got blown out yet again by the Pacers. Talk about it in the end one, and we'll talk about who got next because they have a quick turnaround to figure it out and get ready for a game tomorrow night. And then another one even on Monday. But first, let's get T and Tate's takeaways on this 126-108 head scratcher from tonight. D, you said something is going on and nobody wants to address it. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what that something is that's going on. I got a good feeling. Everybody knows about what's going on in the rumor mill and everything else. Let me say this first. Um a couple congratulations type thing to start off on a positive note, right? Yeah. Okay. So happy birthday to the human highlight film himself, Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Happy birthday, my guy. Happy Dominique. birthday. Happy birthday. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. First time ever in Hawks in, in NBA, NBA history. Yeah. Um, both uh, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic and Trey Young both convert on their 1000th three point um i guess not attempt but on on, from from three Mm -hmm. uh converting that so they both hit a thousand on the same night yeah now that we got that out of the way okay i'm gonna try to do this the best that i can to need you to be honest because i'm kind of like i feel like you can see that i'm kind of like got smoke coming out of my nose out of my ears which is rare for you I'm boy. I'm boiling on the inside. You know, my the Breslin is in there asleep, and and I'm trying my best not to wake her. You know, I'm a Christian, so I hopefully there won't be no expletives here. Um, but I'm a little pissed. If I'm just being honest, right? I mean, the reality is this. You know, this team made matters worse by you know, um, just no offense, no defense at the same time. Usually, you get one or the other. They have neither. Coming into this game, Indiana had scored 307 points against them. After tonight, they are up to 433 points scored against the Atlanta Hawks in three freaking meetings. Um, This is embarrassing. And I think I used this term before, actually the last couple of times that they've played Indiana. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it looks like they've gotten their soul taken from them. Where's this whole defend defend home court and all this? Can't wait to get back to Atlanta with the fan base that makes the difference. You disappointed the fan base and have been. You Mm -hmm. owe everybody that was in attendance with that kind of performance that was put on. Forget about no Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. If they had Tyrese Halliburton, just imagine what it would be like. So, I mean, there's so many other things I could say. They couldn't cover anybody on tonight defensively. They couldn't even cover the baby with a blanket. My great-grandma Bessie 
could have played better defense, contributed more and given more effort than them. And she's deceased to Nietzsche. Like this is, this is, this is, um, this is blasphemous. And the reality is that there's something going on here that nobody wants to talk about, that nobody wants to address, but there's some things that just are not working. And to be honest with you, and forgive me for being a little bit long-winded, but mm -hmm. like you don't have Nick McMillan to blame this time around. Like I didn't think it could get any worse than the performance that they put forth um, on the court in the first half of last year. Yeah. I got a good feeling, especially after tonight's game, that this has kind of topped that. Yeah, because when we're having a conversation where literally we're looking at this team on the cusp of the midpoint of the season, they're 15 and 22, right? So mm -hmm. you basically are four games away from us being able to have our conversation about how this team looks at the midpoint and doing a comparison contrast. So I don't think that we're jumping to conclusions or, and, and you and I have been very patient, by the way, to yes, the point where have. some of our fans, some of our audience is like, you're too nice to these guys. Well, we wanted to be patient because sometimes it takes a minute for things to come together. It takes a minute for Quinn Snyder, now that he'd had training camp and the off season to really put his system in play for us to kind of see how it was going to work out, right? Also, kind of seeing what Jalen Johnson was going to be in a starting role and actually giving him that starting role. Where do you fit Sadiq Bey now that you have a full offseason with him? Just so many little pieces, if you will, as far as, hey, wait a minute, pump the brakes. Let's give this starting five an opportunity to do what they're going to do. And then let's give this bench mob 2.0 or you hope 2.0. Now it seems kind of like 0.5, but we digress. But this bench mob 2.0, an opportunity to see how they compare to the bench mob of old. Okay, now we can take the gloves off, Sean. I think we can take the kitty gloves off. I, I don't really want to if I'm just being honest. No, with no, you. we're like, taking the gloves off, meaning the kitty gloves. And we're about to put the gloves perfect. on where you throw bones. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with yeah, that. That's, that's what we're going to do. So I agree with you because it hurt my soul to be there tonight and to hear someone in the Delta Sky Club say the words, they just look disinterested. Mm -hmm. They don't look like they came here to do anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking Disengaged. to myself, mm -hmm. this ain't, there it is. I don't even have to repeat I don't even it. know that if that's a, I don't even know no, if that's no, no, a word, is. by well, the way. <laughs> that person used the word, so I'm going to go with it's a word as well. But that was such a painful thing for me to hear because you don't want your soul to be taken out on your home court, especially when the soul of that team, Tyrese Halliburton, isn't even dressed out. Like, he's not even dressed out. And you want to at least show up and let people know they can't punk you because last Friday in Indianapolis, they went off for 150 points. Mm -hmm. So I expected that you were going to come home and at least compete and say, oh, no, 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 no. Coupled with the fact that Tyrese is out, we're not going to let you come in here and do the same thing in our house. And no, they did not go to 150. But like you said, that's probably because Tyrese wasn't in the game. But they got to 126 and you barely crossed the hundred. You barely crossed the century mark. That to me is a big deal. So I had to at least co-sign with you and kind of share with you what I heard. But my takeaway, just to kind of wrap up what I was saying is, where's the revenge mode? Mm -hmm. I mean, where is the revenge mode? You came out and literally in the beginning, you kind of allowed it to be a tit for tat situation. Okay, that's fine. If you know you want to trade buckets, except that this team, the Pacers, mm -hmm. you don't want to get into a track meet with them. 
No, you, you don't, don't want to get into a track no, meet because they're going to win the track meet every single time. You might hang with them like it's, you know, if uh, we do the four by hundred relay, you right. might hang with them the first hundred meters, the second hundred meters, the third hundred. You barely going to hang with the third hundred. And that's what right. happened. And we'll get to that in the end one. But ultimately speaking, I wanted to know where was the revenge mode? Because yeah. I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go back to what we used to do old school, Deshaun, if you're on the playground, right? Mm-hmm. And you get kicked on the playground Mm -hmm. and somebody you know passes by you and they do kind of like that low-key kick you and you're not looking Mm -hmm. and then they run off Mm -hmm. okay okay but when we come back to this playground next time no doubt you know i can remember when the bully in school she was just like you know this girl who was like i don't know felt like she was 10 times bigger than the rest of us and i was like the little skinny girl and so she would pick on me all the time but i i was scrappy and i fought all the time and that first time she got me I was like, okay, okay, kind of know what to do now. The second time, it was a draw. That third yeah. time, oh, I'm coming for blood. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. The Hawks, you didn't even do a draw tonight. At least I, yeah. I fought the bully to a draw. No doubt. And then I went back that third time and I beat her. And she no never doubt. came for me again. This is what the Hawks have got to do. They've got to show you that you cannot do these things to them on their court, maybe on your court, but you're not going to come and do the same thing to us. And I just felt like Deshaun, the revenge mode, like that motivation wasn't there. Like the Hawks just did not show up. And that bothered me. It's hard to imagine Sweet T fighting anybody. (laughs) Beautiful Sweet T fighting anybody. (laughs) Listen, I mean, but, you know, this was so bad. I feel like the team manager checked into the game and got a career high on tonight. Like I didn't know if the Hawks were playing the Harlem Globetrotters or what we talked about, what 85% uh, from the 84%, 85% from the field in the first quarter, quarter, 56% from the field in the second, 60% from the field in the third, and then shot 67 overall at the end of the game and 61% overall from three. Like, uh, you know, th- th- I did have some young DT days back when I had a little bit more hair, a lot more hair than I have now. But I used to call myself going to the gentleman's club and put, you know, c- contributing a little bit, you know what I mean, to uh, to to the establishment. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just I, I feel like I'm in my early 20s again and just literally just blew all of my rent money. Uh, at, at the gentlemen's club like i feel like i just bet all of my rent money on this team and then they just completely and i bet zero dollars on this game like that's how embarrassing and, and and just how much i felt by this particular loss on tonight i i know that we're up against it and i can't again i will remind the viewers that i can't use all the language that i re- that i really have built up and boggled up inside of me right now <laughs> i'm doing my best and Tanitra, you know i'm a christian you yeah, know i'm yeah. a christian yeah, but I, but 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 t- tonight was one of those nights. Everybody has one of those nights. Tonight's was one of those nights. So don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge him, everybody. Please don't judge him because I can tell you that when he he never gets us fired up. But the, the team took him there, and and so he he's fired up and rightfully so. We're gonna talk a little bit more about it because there are some more specific areas of concern that we have. So we want to talk about it with you guys and weigh in. We like you guys always give your thoughts. You keep it real with us. So definitely let us know. And we'll get to you guys on the other side with the and one. 
This episode of the Locked On Hawks podcast is brought to you guys by Jace Medical. Now, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but there was some cray-cray going on tonight that we want to escape as well. But can we just talk a minute about preparing for real life? Listen to this. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. And that's pretty darn scary because I know so many people who the flu, the flu is really, really taking them down for the count. And I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than, you know, if you, if I or one of my nephews got sick while there was a supply chain issue that kept them or me from life-saving medication that was needed. But thankfully, you could be okay. They can be okay. I can be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections. This stuff could happen to any of us at any given time. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to prepare than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code locked on to get $20 off your first order. Again, be prepared by going to jacemedical.com, use the offer code locked on and get $20 off your order. All right, time to go into the and one, do just a little bit more of a deep dive into what I called a head scratcher of a game. Because like we mentioned in the first segment, you had a fever start to this game. Now, granted, the Hawks had a good first quarter, 49% from the field is quite good, except that that other team shot 84% from the field. <laughs> and then here's the thing, Deshaun, the Pacers not only led by four after the first quarter, 34 to 30, but they had 15 assists, which means that it wasn't just one guy carving up the Hawks up, down, and around, but it was that entire team because they were sharing the ball. You saw the movement. You saw the offense going side to side. And then inside was really kind of troubling for me because it felt like, okay, the Pacers just had a straight line shot to the basket. And you're thinking to yourself, Onyeka Okongu had himself a night Wednesday, so definitely want to give him a shout out there. But ultimately, if your starter's back in Clint Capella, then you want to go back to your starter. But Clint Capella, seven points on three of five shooting. Onyeka Okongu, six points on three of four shooting. I mean, where were the bigs tonight in terms of you had one more big that you didn't have Wednesday night to give the Hawks some options in defending on the front court, from the front court and inside? It just, that was confusing for me. Very confusing. I'm still scratching my head and still yeah. trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, you know, in a situation where the Indiana Pacers, not that they're the biggest team in the world by any stretch right, of the imagination, right. um, but scoring 76 points in the paint tonight um, and just kind of adding fuel to the fire or insult to injury, mm -hmm. you know, they score almost, what, 30 points more in the paint. Uh, than the Atlanta Hawks. Um, yeah. Where was Oyeka Okangu? We we're talking about, you know, um, you know, from a defensive standpoint, just to be able to mm -hmm. get some stops or just right. pitch in a little bit of something. I even question in some cases, which I know that we're not specifically, you know, we're talking about the front court and I don't want to, you know, get away from that. Um, but when you know that you were trying to make some runs in this game and you needed some three-point shooting, it, it, it 
for the life of me, I won't be able to really understand why AJ Griffin's not getting in the game. Yeah. I know we've had that conversation over the last few weeks, probably mm-hmm. months at this point from time to time. Right. Um, but um But it's know, a valid question. It's a valid question. And, and and guess what? I mean, granted, you know, we could talk about rebounds. There wasn't a whole lot to rebound tonight because Indiana just could not miss. Um, there was no sense of pride from Atlanta. Right. There was no sense of urgency from Atlanta. Yeah. I don't even know where they were at tonight, but it surely wasn't at State Farm Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, for a team like Indiana that primarily shoots the ball very well from three, and they mm-hmm. did on tonight 61%, but they didn't even shoot it all that much. So this could have in turn been a whole lot worse than than than, than what we saw it. True. Um, true, true. It seems like, and, they, and they did it with balance, you know. Yes, Benedict, yes. Uh, uh, you know, Benedict Matherin had some, you know, a good game, and I think right. even it's more so telling that you know T.J. McConnell, um, you know, stepped into the starting point guard role. He's probably right. the best, if not certainly amongst the top of backup point guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, for when you don't have someone like a. Tyrese Halliburton, he's kind of like a plug and play. You've got Bruce Brown, who has championship experience. You have Jackson that's swinging off the rim, coming mm-hmm. on, coming down off of dunks. You have right. Miles Turner, who's being the elder, you know, statesman of this particular team. You have Ob Toppin, who looks like he's just kind of like re-energized or revitalized yeah, like himself, himself <laughs> all over again. I don't even think he missed a shot on yeah. tonight. I think he went he seven, he for, seven, seven. for seven. Yeah, the, I mean it's all across the board. I and Deshaun, I'm, I'm almost speechless. <laughs> no, and understood because in addition to, and I think Obi Toppin's a great point because unfortunately we're back to and and we don't normally refer to Obi Toppin as an X factor or mm-hmm. that dude that's coming mm-hmm. for the Hawks, but because he was coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. I, I want to use him as the X factor that you and I talk about, you know, that, that like pesky guy that comes out of nowhere and you're like, dang, he smoked the Hawks. Mm-hmm. This night it was three guys. Right. Yeah. And the reason I say three is because we don't really talk about the guy in the starting five. You're in the starting lineup. So the expectation is that you're going to have the ability to be successful against your opponent. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Obi Toppin because like you said, he was perfect from the field, but then six rebounds and four assists from the point. From the power forward, I mean, yeah. he's helping to distribute the ball, and then same thing from, like you said, T.J. McConnell. Excuse me. Actually, let me go to Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill had Hill. eighteen points, seven of eleven shooting from the field, four of six from three, and again, three bit rebounds, two assists. This is in mm-hmm. twenty-three minutes for him. Obi, mm-hmm. twenty-one minutes for him, and then Isaiah Jackson, twelve points on six of seven shooting in just Mm -hmm. 18 minutes, five rebounds and two assists. The reason we're breaking those numbers down is because when we look across the, you know, or down the the road, because obviously they're on the same side of the court, but when we're kind of looking down the court and we see those seven guys, right, in double digits, but also having a respectable number of boards, which means that you're fighting for your second chance points and you're fighting to make sure the other team doesn't get their second chance points. And then when we see all of those guys having a nice round number of assists, that means you got dimes where you're saying, hey, I got the good shot, but you got the better one, so I'm going to send it your way. That's what challenges us on this show when we see those things not happening for the Hawks, when we know that they are fully capable of it happening. 
That's what the frustration level is. Not to say you're going to have it every single night. I mean, the Pacers, now granted, they're doing this to everybody just about every night. They are 23 and 15. But ultimately speaking, here's the thing as we wrap up this segment that makes that challenging for you and why it begins to matter. The Pacers started the third quarter. They started the second half on a 13-0 run. I'm sorry, the second quarter. And really... They ran away with the game from there. I don't care that the Hawks kind of battled back a little bit and got back into it in the third quarter. The reason that I don't care is because it was really two two players. It wasn't the Hawks battling back. It was Jalen Johnson and DeJounte Murray yep. battling back. And yep. that makes a that's a problem again, because like you said, if you've got nine guys dressed then two guys shouldn't be responsible for getting you back in the game. Now, mm-hmm. if Jalen jump starts you and everybody follows suit, I'm mm-hmm. with that. If Dijon jump starts you and everybody follows suit, I'm with that. But I didn't see anybody else giving that same energy. Mm -hmm. And if the Hawks are going to bail themselves out of this conundrum Mm -hmm. as the top of the East continues to do what they're doing, and Mm -hmm. even the middle of the East continues to do what they're doing, it's going to have to be a concerted effort with this team. And, of course, we know we say it all the time, but you guys say it all the time, too, so we're going to repeat it. Boy, Landry Fields might have some work to do getting closer to this trade deadline. Yep, yep. And to make matters worse of, of all of this before we go to break is that who was really killing the Hawks on tonight wasn't even the starting five for Indiana. It was the bench players for exactly. Indiana. And that is what probably yeah. hurts a little bit more than mm-hmm. anything on top of, you know, obviously the embarrassment that the Hawks unfortunately couldn't save themselves from. Yeah, because it exposed the fact that we really, and again, I wasn't trying to be funny earlier, but I'm just being real. Yep. First, we had the bench mob, and yep. then we had bench mob 2.0 when the Hawks deepened the bench after that Eastern Conference Finals run, and now we're like bench mob 0.5. And yeah, something's like going to have to give, because yeah, if your starters aren't doing it, because the Pacers starters had a decent night, but you're going to have to have a bench that's going to be able to step up. Listen, guys. They've got to turn it right back around, the Hawks do, because they've got a game tomorrow night. And it's one of those that Deshaun has kind of coined a phrase for that we'll talk about on the other side and who's got next. This episode of the Locked On Sportscast postcast is also brought to you by Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks is the most fun you can have winning up to 25 times the money for this basketball season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry here. Now, listen, we know that with the basketball season here, you can pick combo projections across both football and basketball from what they call the Specials League, which is really cool. It's a league that's created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports, or league. So for example, you guys know that it's wildcard weekend over in the NFL. So hmm, CJ Stroud might just go off this weekend. That might be a player that you want to keep your eye on in terms of what he's going to be able to do with catches. But on the same token, low key, tomorrow night might be a bounce back, get back night for the Hawks. So you might want to watch out for Bogdan Bogdanovich. He might be somebody who, because he's crossed that thousand milestone then maybe he'll have another good night tomorrow night that's a combo that might work for you price picks also even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured how cool is that 
for both football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player's rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So how do you get to Prize Picks? Really easy. You go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for first deposit match up to $100. Again, that is Prize Picks dot com slash locked on nba use the code locked on nba l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-m-b-a for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars don't forget prize packs prize picks rather is daily fantasy sports made easy All right, Sean, the Hawks are going to have to have some selective amnesia because they got to get right back to it tomorrow night. They've got the Wizards. It's another one of those beat the teams you should beat situation, which they have done already three times this season. So get a win over the Wizards tomorrow night, get a sweep. But the question still is, can they get it done? Because real talk, a lot of those Hawks starters stayed in that game really to about the 522 mark in the fourth quarter. So it'll be interested to see whether or not they have heavy legs from that. And also, it's something that you've been talking about. It's kind of a topic that you threw out there the last couple of games. So I want to run it back to see what you have to say this time, especially because I know you are not pleased right now. <laughs> that said, think about tomorrow night, game against the Wizards. In my Deshaun voice, if I don't see anything else in that game from Atlanta, I need to see what? Beat the Washington Wizards by one hundred points <laughs> we just saw we just saw the other night or, or, or was it last night i think the yeah, oklahoma blazers city over, thunder uh, beat thunder the blazers, blazers by 62. 62 if they can beat the blazers by 62 this has to be doable yeah. all of the positivity and the optimism that goes along with clint capella the offensive rebounding you know dominance that he has and jalen johnson uh, you know, maybe most, you know, improved player or whatever. And then you've got Bogey Bogdanovich up for six man. And I mean, are, are we seriously not going to act like Trey Young did not just pass uh, Dame Lillard right in, in amongst guards for Eastern Conference voting for the All-Star game? Yeah, Only one person in front of him being Tyrese Halliburton in front of him. We're not going to act like these things don't exist. Do what you're supposed to do. The Washington Wizards is terrible, right? They, they, they're atrocious. Terrible. Treat them as such and yep. go out there and beat them by 100 points. Yep. Be engaged because you did not look that way. It didn't even, like I said, it didn't even look like you were at the arena. It looked like they were back in the in the hotel or or, or in the locker room yep. watching, you know, reruns of, you know, uh, 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 Cat Williams on the club Shay Shay or something. They need to be engaged and beat this team by 100 points, hands down, no exceptions, point blank period, period, point blank. <laughs> and I need everybody to just show up and do anything that you anything that you did tonight, pretty much except if your name was DeJounte Murray or Jalen Johnson, all y'all, everybody else, you really do just need to do a 180 from whatever it is that you did tonight. And don't get me wrong, when you look at the team stats, they look okay. Field goal percentage, you wrap up with 45%. Three-pointers, 37%. Not too bad, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the free throws, though, that, that's a 
that still bothers me, right? Because this has always been a really good free throw team. Now, granted, sometimes, and we gave Trey a little bit of an, an acknowledgement of if you have to do something that you don't normally do, like play a lot of defense, right? Sometimes your offensive game kind of suffers a little bit because you're wearing yourself out. Mm -hmm. But it is becoming a little bit of a scary trend when the Hawks are middling in like that 74, 75% range when they've always been in the 80% range for hitting free throws. So definitely want to see more of that. And they have got to get on the boards and bat a little bit better tonight. Nor I've seen a trend with them, Deshaun, where it's been the offensive rebounds that have been the problem tonight. They were out, outboarded, I'll say, defensive rebounds 35 to 16. That can't happen. And then if I can say this, just before I know you want to jump in before we wrap up, mm. I literally just want to take just a few seconds, Deshaun, mm -hmm. to say in every place, Sadiq Bay, I'm going to need you to get more than two assists because you need to be responsible for helping out with ball movement. Mm -hmm. I'm skipping over Jalen Johnson because, yep, he still gets all the flowers that he typically does. Clint Capella, five rebounds, that ain't it. We need mm -hmm. you in double digits and boards all the time. And, Trey, you have got to figure it out. You had mm -hmm. six turnovers tonight. You've gotten away from that. You've got to understand the trap is the trap is the trap. It may look a little bit different. Not everybody's trap is going to look as hard as what the Heat bring his way. But the Pacers are one of those teams that have figured that out. So he's got to watch that. DJ, you can do, you can put it on repeat. And the mm -hmm. whole bench, everybody <laughs> on the bench, just don't do what you did tonight. Unless you're going to do it times 10, and then we can have a conversation. I'm done. <clears throat> I'm going to say this last part. In addition to beating, by one, beating them by 100, have some pride. Yeah. Play with some effort. Is it realistic that they'll beat them by 100? Probably not. But I need to at least feel like you beat them by yes, 100. Yes. Like that that's kind of where I'm at with things. Um I just want to see a dominant performance. I want to be able to see Trey Young and DeJounte Murray for however long that we have left to be able to see them playing together, right? Yes. I want yes, to be yes. able to say <laughs> I do recall a game, even if it was against the Washington Wizards, I want to be able to say I can recall a game where I saw them both in a Hawks uniform together and they looked like finally what I thought they could look like together in an Atlanta Hawks uh, uh, uniform. So I just definitely kind of want to leave it off on that particular note because, you know, Win, lose, jar, anything else in between. Of course, they better not lose this game. But I need to see, you know, them look like they're trending in beyond trending in the right direction. I need a statement game. I need yeah. an exclamation point. I need some triple doubles. I need a quadruple double if I can get one. I need some guys that's out there just playing like their hair is on fire. Yeah. I would agree with that. So we'll be back tomorrow to see if any of what Deshaun has asked for will be granted to him by this Atlanta Hawks team. We appreciate you guys for stopping by the Locked on Hawks postcast. Remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And for more on the Hawks, check out Locked on Hawks with our guy, Brad Rowland. See you next time.